Welcome to my podcast series on Get a Grip on Mindfulness. I'm Lorraine Rooney, Wellbeing and I, and my background is practicing and teaching wellbeing for over eight years now. I'm a therapist working with people to learn how to live a life free of anxiety and depression. I do that through mindfulness, meditation, EFT, some inner child therapy, yin yoga and Reiki. And it's all about making it practical and easy for people. Today's episode is um, Get a Grip on Why Feeling Bad Helps Us to Feel Better. Hmm, Such a challenging aspect of our humanness, I I think, and uh, something I'm sure we would all love to get a grip of. So listen to this podcast um, on my own experiences and how mindfulness has helped me understand myself more and how you can get a grip too. Get a grip on why feeling bad helps us to feel better. I thought it was a really good topic. It popped up in my mind and something that, you know, do you think um, you can choose how to feel? A question I would get asked a lot. A question I often find resistance to as well. And I, I understand that. Um, you know, are we really choosing our mood where, like, who would choose to be unhappy? <laughs> you know, who? why would we do that? Um, so I, I wanted really, when I thought about this topic, I wanted to chat about in this podcast today to open it up a little bit uh, and unpack it, so to speak, you know, and look into it a bit more. Um, that once, um, you know, to think about that once we are aware of this, then, Yes, maybe we are choosing. As the Buddha said, we create our own suffering. And that's really what I want to hope to talk about in this wee session. So when I started my mindfulness journey, I think I honestly would have cried my heart out or uh, would get angry if someone had told me I was choosing my pain and the misery I was in. I, I don't think at the time when I was in it, I would have even being able to respect that or, or acknowledge it or take it on board. And I totally understand. And I would have to say, um, I would have to say, no way, as if I'm creating my own suffering. You know, why would I do that? Why would I make myself sad, depressed, anxious all the time? Why would I hurt myself so much? I mean, why? It just would have been completely beyond my comprehension. Um And maybe these are the questions that come up for you um, as I talk about this. And that's understandable and that's okay. This isn't a podcast to convince you that um, that one way or the the other. I'm just going to be, you know, opening up the fact that mindfulness and uh, my journey with all this um, is not where it was then. (laughs) And, uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, the pains I've experienced and to share those and give you a direction of how mindfulness has helped me. And maybe we are choosing. So becoming aware of this aspect of of my humanness or spirituality of myself was a big pill to swallow. Or in mindfulness I know now know as resistance to it, resistance to seeing it as my suffering, that I'm creating that suffering. 
but telling myself this wasn't my fault at the time you know I was telling myself it wasn't my fault it was the world's fault it was his fault her fault their fault it's what's happening to me fault um it's my past fault um it's my work it could be my friends it's my family it's 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 something else but me and I looked at the world I was living in to blame um, for my pain, blame my past, things that had happened to me, bringing up that pain, living in that pain. In fact, I didn't realize I was even living in the pain of all the past things. And and then, you know, I didn't realize then I was living in the pain of the present and all the things that were wrong in my life now. And I was living in that pain. Then I was living in the pain of the future that hadn't even happened yet, uh, but it might. So I may as well live in that pain too. So how much pain was I owning or even creating? Um, then I may as well add on while I'm at it, everyone else's pain around me, you know, take on their issues, their dramas and own them um, and create more pain. I was in so much pain and suffering, you know, I'm sure when we think, when I look back, you know, it was a dark place. I was in so much pain and suffering. I actually thought that was normal. I actually thought it was normal because I'd been experiencing all my life when I think about it, you know, when I look back or how I seen it, you know, jobs were not working out or relationships weren't working out, um, experiencing unfaithful partners, feeling let down by friends and family, by parents. It was all their fault, you know, no wonder I was like this, no wonder I was experienced so much pain. I, I, I had actually experienced pain, let down and hurt and things not working out in life. So why wouldn't I feel like this? Of course I would and, um, and of course it's all those things. So, you know, this, this pain felt familiar and it just kept, I just kept feeding it um, because that's what I was, I'd always done. And um, since I can remember, you know, this is life isn't it? Isn't that what, what we expect or we know it to be? Maybe, you know, isn't that what we've been taught? I don't know. That's just where I was with it, you know, and that, I didn't know any different. Put it that way, I didn't know any different. Um, so maybe this is what I had learned about life and that it is mainly full of hurt and disappointment and drama and things not working out um, and things not working out for me personally and most things had ended in failure and so that was pretty normal uh so what had I created maybe was that a belief was was that now who I am is that the belief that I'll always live life like this I'll always be challenged and life is full of misery and it's just the way it is um however that belief was given to me I would say and I think um, I've discussed beliefs in other classes and I think, yeah, you know, um, might even do a podcast on that about beliefs. Maybe I will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say that belief was given to me through channels of growing up. Um, and now I have to be honest, I wasn't conscious of this. This is, this is me looking back and sharing this with you, but I wasn't conscious of this at the time. I was totally unaware and I can only say this now because I'm aware now um, and I am conscious of it and I have been for many years, but I wasn't then. So it is a reflection. So, uh, you know, you get caught up in this, in this bubble. Now when I look back, it was a, 
it, it was a different person, really. Um, I wasn't being the person I wanted to be. But being in so much pain was actually, strangely enough, um, strangely enough was my saviour. I know it's weird to say, I know, but it brought me to a point of, you know, no more. I cannot live like this anymore. I just wanted to end it, to be honest, and I wanted the pain to end. You know, I thought if I die now, I'll be free of it and that's okay. Um, and I think I'm ready to end this. I don't want to live with this every day when I wake up going to sleep and just waking up with the same dreads, the same fears, the same thing. The sleep had not changed anything, which I think when you're in that place and you go to bed and you just and you do get some sleep, you just want to wake up without with it all changed and unfortunately as we all know it doesn't change the next day when we wake up however on that note it is a fresh day and we can start again another podcast maybe to talk about but what I wanted to say is that these were thoughts for me okay there were thoughts that were going through my head um I wasn't and I know that now for me I wasn't at the stage of um suicide or planning it I was having thoughts of if I died now, that would be okay with me. But I had it didn't progress any further than that for me. Um, um, however, you know, if I hadn't found another way out, who knows? Maybe that was the start. I don't know. Uh, but having been through my mindfulness journey myself and as a therapist working with mindfulness and other therapies and working with people with mental health, anxiety and depression and 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 these aspects of us that um and on and my suicide awareness that I, I now know that it may have led down that path if I hadn't found another route. But that's not something to dwell on. But it gives me an understanding of how far the mind can go. Um uh but this pain drove me down another route. You know, it did drive me down a, another route, which I'm very grateful for now when I look back. And that route was of self-help, uh, a route on how to take care of me, by me and only me. And that was actually very empowering, that it was me who could change potentially what I'd been creating. Okay. So that pain in a strange way saved me and I became aware um of what I wanted to change and you know I well I can I became aware that I wanted to change put it that way and um I didn't know what I wanted to change I just knew I wanted to change <laughs> and I came across mindfulness some people have heard my story before but that's really where I, in mindfulness came into my uh, awareness and after I attended a course I knew I wanted to commit to healing myself I knew I wanted to take care of me and I realized that I was and had been choosing to carry this pain and not let it go because I didn't know any other way. And maybe I I, I didn't want to. Um, you know, I realize now when I look back, I, I, I had and was identifying with this pain um, of that's who I was, who I am. Again, earlier I said that's what life's all about, isn't it? So I just thought it was normal. And, um, and I identified that as, Oh, the word, I don't always, you know, sometimes this word can be taken the wrong way, but I was I was definitely a victim of all what was going on around me. And that gives us or me a place of um, powerlessness. And when I started my mindful journey, I gained control of me and I gained my power back and I never felt power 
powerless again. I suppose that's a yeah. That that's how, that's how I want to describe it for me. Okay. Um. So there are you know there are no lessons in there are no lessons in our life in our society or any teachings really. I, well, I don't know. Um. I don't remember any uh, from society or frameworks we live in on how to manage all this life stuff. You know, very much it's all about get on with it, you know, uh, get on with it, it's okay, it's life, I've been there. You know, there's there's a lot of judgment and uh, I'm not saying that's wrong or it's just we've all done it and I'm sure I would have done it a lot when I'd seen uh, people in my circle not coping. I'd be like, I've managed to cope with my stress, but you know what? I wasn't, and I didn't know that. But yeah, so there's no lessons to manage all this life stuff, and all this life stuff was um, was storing up in my subconscious mind and my body, and I didn't know that, and that kept just coming back up and coming back up, and I was just adding more to it. I didn't know what to replace it with. I just, like I said, I just thought this was it. So imagine taking that away. What would I replace that with? And who would I even be without it or without all this? Had this pain shaped me? You know, we learn a lot about that. Yes, I know, but it didn't mean I had to stay in it, which I learn now. But yeah, you know, would it, who would I be if I didn't have this every day? And hence, that's the identifying with it and that this is me. So when you identify with that pain, that this is who I am, you own it and it becomes deeply embedded and you don't think there's any way out. Um, But you know what? Something deep down inside me, um, a little whisper kept telling me, and it was a little whisper, I could tell you that, that this is not me. This is not who I am. I'm okay. And that I can live this life without all this pain. There is a way of dealing with this. And um, maybe that was my strength. Maybe that was where my courage came from to face it. And I don't know, definitely the mindfulness class helped. Um, in fact, it, you know, it absolutely did help. It changed my life, it changed my direction, it changed my thinking. And I learned how to take care of myself. And um, and so, yeah, it stopped, uh, you know, this little whisper was there and it just got stronger that I can live this life without all this pain and that I am worthy of being happy. And I just needed to find the way and and commit to that and put put some intention behind it. So learning mindfulness um, was really a journey of how to manage this human life. Uh, for me anyway, uh, and the thinking, the emotions and society and uh, you know, all those things, it, it gave me that possibility or it gave me the, the the teachings to manage this human life and all the things that society had programmed in and how I could maybe change that programming or become aware of it. So feeling bad, how can it make you feel better? Let's get back onto that statement. So how about we look at it as a, as a pain that takes us to a place of no more, a, a limit, and could it be our inner self pushing us to point to that change? Could it be, is our inner, inner, is, is our inner self our saviour? Giving us that courage and understanding that, you know, this is within us, that we can face it and do, deal with it, and that the pain is so bad that it could make us feel better. Does it take us there? Feeling bad could be pushing me to feel the opposite. Maybe, you know, um, 
to feel better, to feel happier, to feel like I want to live a life that I'm worthy of and to stop punishing myself. I was just re, just holding on to that pain and beating myself up with it. And what's that? That's like, I can't do anything about this. Why does this keep happening? I'm not worthy. I must be a nightmare to everybody. Um, people must be sick of me. Um, you know, all that stuff. And I don't think anyone had that impression, but I thought they did. <laughs> um, and I learned that it wasn't, you know, others doing this to me. Uh, yeah, life had been challenging, um, but in a way that, you know, I can look back now and, and change some of that pain and let go of some of that pain. And um, But to be honest, that, that did take a while to learn that it wasn't the situations and others doing this to me. It, it was something I was experiencing, and I can say that now. But, I mean, that was, you know, that wasn't overnight I, I got that, you know, that embedded into my into my brain that it wasn't every it wasn't everyone else but I learned to accept and understand it and work with it and change it transform it to an energy that I wanted uh, as in I changed the pain into a, an energy that I wanted I w- was able to work with that and which was not to feel bad anymore but to feel the opposite to feel good and how about when you're feeling bad, then you focus on what you really want to feel. What if this feeling is actually telling you how you really want to feel, which will be the opposite of what you're feeling? You know, what if you could consider seeing it as a positive and move forward to what you actually want instead as the only way to feel, you know, instead of withdrawing with it and instead of fearing it? And I know this can be challenging and, and trust me, I've been through many cycles of pain and as I've worked through them, I feel better each time and I feel better about life. I feel excited, hopeful at times. And I know that I can manage pain when it comes again, um, which it does, of course. You know, I will feel bad again about things because that's life. And somehow society has taught us that life is hard, so we believe it. But also to be happy, we need this or we need to be, you know, I suppose what I'm saying is, society has taught us that life is hard and we need this or we need that or we need this person or we need that person or we need to be like this or we need to be like that or we need to look this way or behave that way and we're so caught up in boxed up in these societal expectations that it's made us believe that's what we need to do to be happy and I just want to say no you know, I can confidently tell you that no, that is not true. Um, to be happy is to be accepting of yourself and be with yourself. And this is a strange thing to say again, I know, but be with your pain and see what it's telling you. The more we're not working through it, we push it away, we resist it, and that unfortunately creates more pain. You know, we don't need to have that thing to make us happy. You have to understand that all the material things we desire is created by marketing. It's been given to you. It's been We've been taught it. It's been psychologically put into our, our being that, you know, it's been created by great marketeers who know all about psychology and how to create desire. <laughs> you know, just a small thing like, you know, you know if I have that vacuum, life will be better. If I have that outfit or those trainers, uh, I'll feel better um, and life will be better. If I have that new car, I shall feel so much better. Um, But, you know, 
yeah, I suppose what I say is, you know, look at look at me. You know, when that's all happening, it's like it's saying, well, look at me, I'm meeting all these societal expectations and now I'm happy. Are you? Hmm. You know, I wasn't. In fact, I was more unhappy because inside, it, you know, it wasn't me. Inside I was carrying all the unresolved pains of the past and all these material things were... Um, were really like a plaster and and that plaster was coming off and on and off and on you know I don't know buy a pair of shoes it was on uh felt good and then it would come off after a week or two and so you know until it finally couldn't go on anymore the sticky had gone so to speak and I was feeling exposed I suppose and that exposure I realized none of this was actually making me happy. So what on earth was going to make me happy? If, if all these things that society had taught me, uh, which I didn't know at the time, again, it's awareness. If all these things had, uh, that I'm supposed to have and meet and all these expectations are meant to make me feel happy and they weren't, I felt really lost. And maybe that's where some of us have been. Maybe some of us are still, maybe get, we'll go there. And I felt lost. Or what, what is there? where's you know throw me a lifeline here what is going to make me happy and you know what my lifeline was me my inner whisper that inner self my lifeline was me and I found it through mindfulness you know some people will find it through a yoga practice or um, a healthy eating plan or um, exercise or a hobby or you know they'll find something you'll find something that will draw you out from that uh, painful thinking and painful feelings and it will be you Ultimately, it will be you. So I know this is a difficult topic, and I know you've probably been on a similar journey. And I make no comparisons. I'm not explaining, um, you know, mine as such. I'm just, uh, you know, not the situations that got me to that pain, but the fact that I have experienced that emotional pain that I thought would never go away. And I would have my good days and many, many bad days. Um and it's not about comparing it's just having an understanding for each other that we have we have felt that pain but different circumstances and situations take us there so comparing the circumstance that got someone to that is is not the same it's 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 that compassion and understanding that something has taken you to that place and we've all felt it most of us so in order to live in peace and without all this emotional pain all the time, which is really anxiety and depression, <clears throat> I, I had to be, I had to <laughs> I had to befriend it. I had to see it and face it. And it was the best thing I ever did. And I still do. And, you know, I say that with no illusion that it's easy. However, with stages and time and patience and kindness to myself, I did and I have. Um, so to close up on the topic, um, can feeling bad help you to feel good? In my experience, my mindful experience, my personal experience, my journey, yes, it can. It did for me. It awakened me to feel um, better. It awakened me to be myself. It led me to who I am today. Um which is the person I want to be and you know I'm living life on my terms and enjoying it more than I've ever done even with the challenges I still experience in life 
but I have that understanding. I know what's going on. I am able to maybe, as a term, not go down the rabbit holes. Um, I'm aware of when I am and I can bring myself back. Um, yeah, and when the when challenges come up or old pains come up, uh, you know, I, I take care of myself. I, I work through it. Um, and that's all through the understanding of mindfulness for me. That's what it's done for me. Um, so, yeah, maybe, you know, this is possible for us all. Everything is possible. It comes down to connecting to that inner self, that whisper inside of you that says, you can do this. You can do this. Trust yourself. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And you find the channel, the the way out for yourself um, that works for you. Um, and there's plenty of support to find that channel for you. Um, you know, it really isn't about trying to find it in yourself first. It's listening to that whisper and then knowing what route to take. I heard the whisper and I saw an advert in the paper and I knew, I just knew every fiber, every cell in my body that that was it for me. And it has, and I haven't looked back. And in fact, it led me to a whole new career, which is amazing. I never thought that was going to happen. Uh, it led me to um, teaching the, the, the teachings of mindfulness. And I hope those teachings help people. I don't go in with the attention that I can help people. I just believe if I share my experience and how I've embedded it, that those similarities um, will help people out of their pain too. And really that's a big intention of mine. Um, learned that through other therapies as well. Um, so, yeah, you know, listen to it and listen and it says you can do this. You are worth it and I will leave live and lead the life I want. So I'll leave it there. Even, you know, even when it all feels like it's not possible and all hope is gone. It isn't. It, 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 hope hasn't gone. It can happen. And just tune into yourself for a minute and allow yourself the journey of healing. It's not an overnight thing. Just allow yourself the time, the space, the space and find a way to love yourself. So yeah, we'll leave it there. And I hope um, you've enjoyed this week's podcast. And, you know, please share with your friends on Facebook or WhatsApp if you feel it uh, might help them um, just to help me and get to other people as well. I hope these podcasts are, um, they're a little teaching of my journey to help you on your journey, hopefully. <laughs> so yeah, so namaste from me. Love, light and blessings to you. Take care of you.